and welcome back to another exciting episode of Die by the Sword podcast. This is John, who plays Diego. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the guys over at Midnight Syndicate. You can check out their music over at midnightsyndicate.com. And we'd also like to thank Sword Coast Soundscapes for the wonderful ambient sounds you hear throughout the podcast. You can check them out at youtube.com slash swordcoastsoundscapes. And you can check out our website at diebythesword.podcast.com. You can connect to everybody in the community on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to find us. And you can also contact us at diebythesword.podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to leave a great review wherever you listen to us. Now, let's get into this episode. This is episode 96, you guys. Wow. Man, getting up there. Yeah, that means we're getting close to episode 100. <gasps> we're finally the century mark. Celebrate. We're finally reaching syndication. <laughs> celebrate. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> what are you going to buy with your syndication money? Um, Lollipops. Yeah. <laughs> Dum-dums. Double bubble. The, the mystery fav- flavored ones. You don't know what's mm. going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I think for episode 100, we should finally record in person. Ooh, Ooh I am why? vaccinated. Yep. It works. Yep. All, yes. All vaxxed. That's vaxxed true, and waxed, baby. <laughs> uh, so so he's going to be hairless. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true, because I haven't met two of you in, in real life. Yeah, so, right. That's true. Well, you, yeah, uh, we one. haven't all met. <laughs> When did I meet Philip? Uh, like it's been a while. It's been a few. It's years. It's been a while. But... Yes, <laughs> I was gonna say I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen Philip in a, in, a, in well over a year. Uh, and I've never met I Gary. Seen a lot so. of people in, the, in a lot of years. Oh God, it's been two. Oh my God. So Philip, <laughs> are we taking a trip out to your house? See your new you place? Can. So you can. Um, uh, I you're more than welcome. Uh, I I have all the recording equipment. Um, the problem is I live like an hour from all of you. Road, Road trip. trip. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to have to be a special one. We're going to have to do it over a weekend, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be just for the night at your place. Ooh, I got rooms. Well, I got an extra room. It's got three beds though. In one oh. room. What's you run in a boys' home? What's going on there? <laughs> it's a flop house. Seven dwarfs. <laughs> seven dwarfs place. I know it. I know it. <laughs> No, I've got uh, I've got like uh, uh, my son's room has like a queen bed, and then I got my bunk bed from when I was a kid. But it's not the full bunk bed; it's just half a bunk bed. But there's a mattress underneath, so it's like a trundle oh, situation. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I'm gonna stay the night for sure. And then I have a huge ass couch. What size is your bed? My bed's a queen. Okay, we'll paper rock scissors for that one because it's probably the nicer one. Well, there's a, <laughs> there's a queen in, in, in my son's room. You can use that one. Just don't How big tell is a spare room? I know, it's right? Not, it's, it's you, not got a, <laughs> you got a queen bed and two, a bunk bed? Yeah. Well, it's twins. It's not huge. That room is just all beds. There's no space to walk. It it's just one. 
It's just beds. It's perfect for the game Floor is Lava. I was yes. just about to say that. <laughs> so should we record us playing that too at Philip's house? <laughs> just things falling, crashing. That's yelling, Somebody actually yelling falls yelling through the floor. So when people hear us, you know, going, oh, no, you touched the floor. Yeah, we don't know what it's talking, we're talking about. <laughs> you hear like beer bottles breaking. <laughs> now, I do have a cat. So if you're allergic, which I am, <laughs> are you really? Yeah. I'll just pop some Claritin or something and tough it out. Ooh, Claritin alcohol. Oh, you guys are in for a real wild ride because <laughs> <laughs> I won't remember it. Yeehaw! That, ep- that episode's going to go off the rails real quick. Real quick. <laughs> yeah. I'll bring sugar. We're good. <laughs> so, I, I do think we should do some sort of drinking game since it is our first live episode. I'm fine with that. I could bring back uh, for my birthday a couple of years ago. I had like two potions that I made. One was a red, you know, mixed drink. And the other one was a blue mixed drink for the red ones. Anytime during the game, if you wanted to heal up, you could run over, take a, a shot of that, that uh, red drink and get 1d6 hit points back. So if you want more than 1d6, you just keep taking shots. I like where this is going. Uh, and then the blue one was for the spellcasters. They could go back and uh, for each shot they took, they could recall a spell slot. So if they wanted a first level spell slot, it was one shot. If you wanted to, like a third level, it'd be three shots for the third level spell slot. Gary's going to need a, a green shot for levels. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Shots fired. Oh, man. <laughs> Shots taken. Shots taken. <laughs> I mean, could he do that? Is is there a way for him to level up by drinking? <laughs> yeah. If you mix both, at can one you? Time, does that a level? Well, I mean, yeah. Can you? Uh, uh, can you level up with alcohol poisoning? <laughs> my character is leveling up while I'm leveling down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's always possible that, you know, he's not playing the same character by then. Oh, I know. That's, that's true. A, that sounds like a threat. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling a little dead tonight. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, last week ended on a doozy. Well, we say last week. Uh, last episode was recorded, like, what, a month ago? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Feels yeah, like 20, 20 days ago, actually, today. Is it really oh 20 days ago? Jeez. Yeah, a little <laughs> peek behind the curtain. Ouch. That was not an intentional break of that long. Schedules. We just had a lot of things. I mean, when I've had to work, we had a few nights where we were set to record, and normally I would get off work around 6. If I have to work late, I might get off around 7. I was logged in until 10.30 each of those Ooh. nights. Yeah, the last last week, uh, Philip and I had an impromptu happy hour because we were like, well, we're sitting here with drinks. Let's do it. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because Gary's like, I think we're going to do it. And then he's like, nah. <laughs> yeah, I threw the link in the chat, in the group chat. And I was like, well, see if any of those guys jump in. No, no. Other Gary. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought we would be fine. But then at five o'clock, my boss called me into a meeting and then told me I had never dreaded five o'clock meeting. Uh-huh. There's literally so no, nothing worse. A podcast for you. <laughs> <laughs> so the meeting went till about six and then was told I had new assignments that I needed to have done by the end of the night. Ooh. Well, it's all because by we're... the way, Gary, uh, what shirt are you sporting there? Oh, I just noticed. I've got my uh, dwarfy dwarfison shirt on. 
That oh, is amazing. Cool. Yep. So Yay, Dwarfy. You can get uh, shirts with all the characters on them on our merch store. You can find that at <laughs> diveofthesordpodcast.com. Now, it's ah. red. Is that because you chose the color red, or is it symbolic because he's dead? <laughs> <laughs> I chose red. Ooh, does this mean I'm not... <laughs> I chose red because I thought it it looked best on the red, but you can change the color on the merch store of the, the shirt you get. Okay. If I don't survive, that means I'm going to do a red Diego. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the default on Diego is blue. I think. <laughs> I don't remember. I did. He's a science officer. I did a different color for each of you. <laughs> I think uh, Carrie the one was uh, black shirt. Uh, Cabal gray shirt, and what was Chaubert? I don't remember. Like hot pink. <laughs> what? It wasn't hot pink. <laughs> With a black armband for the rest in peace. <laughs> I'm curious what the what Chaubert is. But that shirt is pretty nifty. I like it. So would it be too lame if we all bought our character shirts and then wore them out after our in-person podcast to the bar? <laughs> I think Excellent. That, that would be idea. awesome. And the, the cool thing about the character shirts is they've got the picture, and then at the bottom they've got you know the character name. Or wherever I placed it on the image. And then on the back of the shirt, it has the website. Oh, okay. Ah, Chaubert is a light blue. Oh, I like it. Cabal's on gray. Oh, he fancy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Diego's I'm red. real fancy. I did do red for Diego. <laughs> He's trying to kill you, Diego. Be careful. <laughs> yeah, I originally set Dwarfy on green. Oh, okay. Cool. Because he, he likes plants a lot. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's got this <laughs> ivy thing going on. Carry the one. All right. Cool. See, when you said black, I thought black on black. Well, it's kind of a grayish look. It looks good. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's always the one that just has all the names of all the characters we've had. Yeah, that one's cool. And then there is one on there as well that I don't have displayed on the merch store. Sneak peek right here. <laughs> it's all of them with the. Oh, the oh yeah. That's now that's cool. I like yeah. that. That is cool. Doing the Power Ranger pose. Yep. <laughs> so I, I did did search die by the sword merch we're not the first second or third <laughs> oh we gotta work on that <laughs> we gotta pump those numbers up but there is a die by the sword shirt that has nothing to do with us i think they're a metal band righteous dude <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but they warning are. you've gone to a website that should not be gone to <laughs> <laughs> um yeah if you do die by the sword podcast merch and google search that it's the first thing that pops up. Gotta get that yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the third one is Die by Live by the Sword, Die by the Sword, and has a 20-sided die. So I think, it, it, do we need to consult our lawyers? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do we have lawyers? <laughs> do we have lawyers? I have a friend that could be said lawyer. <laughs> I thought you said, I have a friend that could be a lawyer. <laughs> I think we can do a strongly worded letter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take this complaint to ethics. <laughs> I've got several friends who are lawyers, and I do have a friend who is an entertainment lawyer. So if we ever need one, I would probably contact him. My friends who are lawyers are not in, inter- in entertainment. They're in boring contracts or immigration. My <laughs> friends who are lawyers have sent me cease and desist letters. I had a friend of mine do that, send me a cease and desist being my friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's always fun. <laughs> Damn, never be friends with lawyers. It's harsh. (laughs) (laughs) So many contracts involved. But anyway, as we were mentioning... I'm dead. Yeah, like most of you are dead right now. Yeah, let's... uh... Let's hope we can remedy this possibly. Some of us were real close to this thing when it went off. (laughs) I'm uh, just going to throw it out there that maybe one of my mirror images got dead, but I'm fine. (laughs) Um, I I, I don't think that that's how that spell works. I will say that as Carrie the one, you know, lost 
her life force that the mirror images also lost their life force. So it's just a pile of dead carries. Yeah. <laughs> You're like all laying on top of each other. It's like carry Jenga. Oh, no. It's like the anti-Lion King. Oh. <laughs> Wasn't that the spell? The circle of death. Yeah, it was circle of death. Oh, yeah, yeah. Instead of circle of life. So, yeah. Last week, you got into the... Well, I say last week. Uh, we have temporarily at least switched to a bi-weekly release schedule just because schedules have been hectic lately uh so it's hard to get everything edited and released and even recorded but we still love you guys out there we do and we do hope that once we we're trying to get it together once we get our you know our stuff back together then hopefully we'll be able to go back to our weekly release schedule but for now it's just for us to make things less stressful on us last episode you guys fought Aaron Rude of the Whispering Way. He was so rude. Well, they did. I fought that little thing. <laughs> yeah, you're you're going after the homunculus. No, you. Uh, there's yeah. also the crawling hands too that you were fighting. Too. Oh, the hands yeah. were nothing. I, yeah, I Diego was dealing with the hands. <laughs> you were talking to the hand. Give me the hand. <laughs> Toward the end of the episode, as you guys were beating up on Aaron Rude and basically cornering him by this. This window that's on the back of the room, he cast the spell Circle of Death, and there was a lot of failed saves. Yeah, well, that one was a high DC. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Cabal basically got to watch all three of his friends just drop to the floor dead. That's right. It's just like, we're playing, guys. (laughs) How is Cabal feeling right now? Because, I mean, you had that premonition before of you being the only one left alive. (laughs) Right. And, and so and that was with all the skeletons around. Uh-huh. So I thought, oh, we killed all the skeletons. We're not going to die anymore. <laughs> Little did I know everyone's going to die. <laughs> it, <laughs> They're still on the table. It, <laughs> still, yeah. it wasn't necessarily showing you the location that it was going to happen, just that it was going to happen. <laughs> right. So apparently it was going to happen either way. Yeah, I guess we can just hop back into this. Uh, everybody else, you, y'all can take a break for a bit, I guess, while uh, Cabal tries <laughs> to finish out this combat. <laughs> I'm going to sip on my tea. <laughs> uh, so if we look at the initiative tracker from last week, that was Vrood's turn. Uh, next up would be the Homunculus, who, even though y'all don't know his name, his name is Fleshwort. Oh, pleasing flesh he is going to it sounds like a pathfinder vd <laughs> Ooh, i'm sorry sir but you have flesh <laughs> i mean it probably is something yeah <laughs> you need to use those lambskins or you're gonna spread it right <laughs> uh so he is going to see everybody drop dead except for cabal back in the you know the back of the room He's going to look over at his boss and basically go, whew, and then give a thumbs up and then jump out the window. He has wings. He can fly. He's fine. Oh, okay. I was like, did he just dive out the window? <laughs> it's like, you're an asshole. I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Peace out, bro. How come his homunculus didn't have to do a save? Allies. Yeah, he's an ally. And he cast the spell outward, and he was technically kind of like behind him, mm. so he was—he wasn't in the okay. radius. You know, it's not a true circle. I think uh, Archimedes and a few other people will have words with him later. <laughs> it's more like, yeah, you know, kind of like a triangle, I guess you could say. That's a cone. Of death. <laughs> cone of death. It's like cone of shame. Well, right now Diego should be wearing one. <laughs> 
He done got no. killed. He's going to wear the cone of shame. Well, he's, <laughs> he's not going to lick his wounds now. Uh, that's true. And that would bring us to Diego's turn, actually. Diego is dead. The, you know, all the life was basically just drained from him completely, which would then go to Cabal's turn. So, Cabal, you've seen everybody die and the homunculus would just jump out the window and fly away. Right. So seeing all my friends die, I immediately um, think that I need a different judgment than what I have going. So I'm going to use one of my feats to cast Judgment Surge, and then um, which gives me a couple extra levels, and then I'll cast Protection okay. on myself to um, give me a better armor class. Mm-hmm. Um so that'll be my swift action. And then I guess I will try to shoot my bow at him. Alrighty. Go for it. Alright. Get him. I guess I should pull up his uh, stat block. 25. 25. Alright. A 25 is a hit for 8 points of damage. And what kind of arrow are you using? I'm using a regular piercing arrow. Okay. So the arrow hits him. It sticks in, but doesn't look like it does any damage. Oh, man. Why is it every person has basic arrow protection? (laughs) 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 Every person. I'm like, arrow. They're like, nope. (laughs) Not going to do it. What kind of arrow you got? (laughs) Oh, just regular ones? Nah. Nah. Nah, they're fine. (laughs) All right. So for my second attack, I'm going to equip. I'm going to spark up the blunt. And put the blunt and blunt arrow in there. Okay. And see if I can hit you with a blunt arrow. Yeah, boxing glove arrow. <laughs> Ooh, right. That's a critical. Critical hit. <gasps> critical hit. Twenty-eight. Ooh. Okay. Roll to confirm. All right. Let's see what we got. Eighteen. Eighteen does not confirm. So it's just a hit, not a critical. Dang. Shucks. The ball was pissed. He was about to hit him with the with the critical. All right. Let's see if we can get him. <laughs> for eight points of damage. Once again, you clearly hit him, but it doesn't look like it does any damage to him. And he shrugs it off. Oh my God. Oh. All right. I'm about to do the Roadrunner and just go meep, meep. Out. <laughs> are you, are you going to chase him or run away? Which way are you going? I think I'll stay where I am and see what he decides to do. Okay. If he approaches me, then, <laughs> then I'll run down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That would bring us to... Bear's turn and carry one's turn, but they're both dead. Uh, so that brings us back to Vrood. So Vrood will look across at you and say, <laughs> Your friends are dead. They'll soon be part of my undead army. Would you like to join too? Is there like a signing bonus? Absolutely not. <laughs> right. right. Wait, what are the what are the insurance benefits? <laughs> uh, death, death, and more death. Uh, Y'all don't pay for school. I won't need insurance then. (laughs) So be it. You know, I could kill you now, but... I have a feeling that we will meet again. And when we meet, I shall spit your heart upon the gallows spire. And he goes invisible. Cabal keeps a straight face, but pees himself a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hope he left the room, because <laughs> invisible people are terrible. <laughs> That's visibleist, Right. <laughs> so, yes, he has gone invisible. Uh, you don't know if he is in the room or not. 
But Cabal, as you are left here in the room with just your dead friends, you see through that window behind where he was standing that same owl that you had seen before. And the owl comes and lands basically on the windowsill here. And then something from like underneath Diego, almost like in his pocket or something, just starts glowing and radiating more and more of this bright white energy. And it just starts to swirl around this large cat. And Diego takes a breath. <gasps> what? What happened? And that energy hasn't quite faded yet. It's still building a little bit. And just enough of that energy is able to reach Chaubert to trigger just enough spark of his life to trigger his resiliency. What is it? Is everyone okay? You're alive! Yes, but, but not for long. <laughs> Where... Where, where'd he go? I don't know. He turned invisible. He ran away. I hope. Carrot? Renly? There's no response. Suga, get up. Not again. Kabal, there has to be something you could do for him. That spell, it's too powerful. I can't do anything. But, but he got us together. He can't be, he can't be gone. Diego will go to carry Renly and see what he can do. Is there anything? By the way, the glowing thing in my pocket, was that a the hero card? Yes, it was. That was your mute hag hero card. Yes. Thank the Lord. <sighs> Thank that hag. <laughs> so, you have Diego, who, as he is standing here, basically all of his wounds are starting to mend, as he is basically healed up to full, but... Chaubert is still just barely hanging on with these temporary hit points. Yeah, so I'm going to crack one of my <laughs> potions of healing and get a couple of hit points, some real hit points back. And that's 1d8, right? Yes. And a six. All right, six real live hit points. You're officially alive. <laughs> so as you stand here waiting, you start to hear this rumble all around you, and you basically kind of feel the, the floor begin to vibrate a bit. As this happens, Arnfrude reappears in the room near the stairwell. <laughs> no, leave us alone. <laughs> He's back. But as he is standing here in this room, through the wall bursts this triceratops with this human female in this snake-scale armor. And Vrood is thrown across the room from the impact of the triceratops. <laughs> what the what? Well, that's an entrance. <laughs> Diego is going to ready himself in case this triceratops get any closer, but... How far away did Vrood's body get thrown? Living in the land of the lost. Lost, <laughs> lost, lost, lost. <laughs> Please let this person be named either Will or Holly. No, I'm sorry. Oh. It's a slee stack. <laughs> Marshall? What was the little ape boy's name? Sarisa Taka. What the what? That is Chaka, yes. He always said Sarisa Taka. <laughs> so did this count as an attack? Should I roll an attack? Uh, basically giving you a free attack on that one. It was through the wall. <laughs> Wait, hold on. How did he get... Okay, busted through here. Look, you had a little side triceratops. That's so cute. There it is. She's a mean old baby. With horns. Oh, he's so tiny. <laughs> Put him in five by five. Put him in my pocket. <laughs> Long and skinny or short and fat? No, he's fine like that. He's There you go. He's fine. <laughs> I like my triceratops. Chunky. <laughs> His name is Chode. Chunky Triceratops. <laughs> it's not really the size of the Triceratops guy. 
It's totally the horns. <laughs> yeah, it's not the size of the Triceratops, it's how horny he is. <laughs> Orin Vrood has basically been thrown across the room into a pile of rubble. Uh, there's now rubble through this wall here, and this Triceratops has emerged with a human woman and you know, that snake male armor. What do you do? Well, I mean, I immediately yell at him, of course. Mira, you on that puto? I'm gonna fuck you up right now. <laughs> yeah. Does that is that the end of my yeah, turn? That'll be the um, end of that turn. Uh, but let's have you go ahead and roll for initiative, and you'll take on a new initiative. All right, my new initiative is 19. 19. Oddly enough, that keeps you <laughs> in the exact same initiative order. That would bring us to. Does he take any damage from getting hit by a Triceratops? He did. Does he take the damage that do I roll the the, the attack? We're just doing flavor damage. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not that much. It's a little flavor. Yeah. All right. But uh, that was Vrood's turn to basically become visible and then get smacked by a Triceratops. So that brings us to Diego's turn, the fully alive Diego. Well, okay. Um, so Diego is somewhat pleased to see that someone wants to mess with Aaron Vrood. Diego's going to move between Aaron Vrood and uh, Jobert to prevent him from attacking him. Okay. My speed is uh, 30, so I don't think I can get to Aaron Vrood this time. Yeah, not without doing a double move. Uh, I will wait, since I don't know what the Triceratops is going to do just yet. Gotcha. Alright, Cabal. Okay, so Cabal heard the Triceratops lady call him a Punta, so he figures that she's on our side, right? So um, he's going to cast Prayer on the party. So that's going to give everybody plus one to your attack rolls, your damage rolls, your saves, and your skill checks. And all the foes take negative one penalties on all of those. Negative one. Trying to trying to keep everybody alive. I mean, I suppose that's fine. Th- this time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you let everybody everybody die last time. True. That was all on me. That was my fault. <laughs> Alright, anything else from Cabal for this round? Um, he's gonna take a five foot step to his left to be also behind Diego. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shield. Cat shield, go. <laughs> right. the, the cat shield is up. <laughs> Alright. Uh, oh, man, It's a lot happening, so Chaubert's gonna put his grief and surprise behind him, I suppose. But he's still feeling pretty weak. You know what? No. I'm going to try not to get too close. I can't shoot through Diego, can I? Uh, yeah, you you probably would be able to. I mean, he's... Or do I take, like, a five-foot step over? If you take a five-foot step over, you'd, you'd have a clear shot, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, so still shielded a little bit by Diego, but kind of can see around him, I guess, so I'll take a five-foot step over. And I'm going to use this wand of acid arrow. Okay. So I will use my... Use magic device. Use magic device. And I get a plus one to that, thanks to Cabal. Mm-hmm. And that is a 22. Wait, 22? Is that 22? Yeah, 22 on the use magic device. All right. For the first time, you are actually able to fire the acid arrow. Yay! You did. Hey. All right. So now what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Now what? Because that's the first time I ever used it. So now I'm like, okay, now what? 
Oh, so does it automatically hit him? Uh, you must succeed on a ranged touch attack. Okay. So that's going to be your base attack bonus plus your dexterity. Alright, I find my. Oh, there it is. Okay. Ugh. That is a 13. Oh, a 13 is a miss. It, uh, it, it, even with tu- uh, his touch attack? Uh, touch yeah, you thing? missed by one. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Uh, Cabal's prayer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because I have yes, yeah. Uh, so close. Because he has he has a really high AC, but his touch AC is really low. Oh dang! All right, all right. We got this though. <laughs> but you just missed. I mean, it's the first time you've actually got this thing to fire off, so you were surprised and didn't know how to aim it properly yet. This is just to say, yeah, exactly. I'm just like the the kickback on this thing is crazy. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Who, who loaded this wand? <laughs> yeah. Uh, be sure to remove a charge from that, that wand, though. I did, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, that brings us to the, uh, you know, Triceratops lady. All right, Triceratops lady busted in, called him a puto, and is now going to cast Magic Missile. Which happens to always hit. Yep, and that is 1d four plus one points of force damage um, and I get for every two caster levels beyond the first I gain an additional missile so I get four four missiles four magic missiles coming for you uh, 12 12 points of magical okay. force damage He's still standing and now uh, I am going to go ahead and move this triceratops and block the stairs okay so he can't retreat again he cannot well not down the stairs true he can just fly out a window again all right that brings us to brood's turn and uh brood is going to channel negative energy so i need each of you to make a we'll say 17 that passes 24 cabal that passes 17 for diego Passes. With my negative levels, I've actually got negative will as well, so I am at a six. You said a six? Six. That's a fail. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so Chauvert takes ten points of damage with his negative energy damage, and everybody else takes five. I mean at least it wasn't like an automatic death thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still I'm still kicking, because my Resiliency is over with, right? Because it's been probably more than a minute since we did that whole thing. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, so I'm at negative four hit points right now. So are you unconscious then? Yippers. All right, so Chauvert is unconscious and dying. I, I see Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> Dwarfy. Stop going into the light. <laughs> yeah. All right, so yeah. Uh... Next up is Diego. Diego's going to take a step over towards Aaron Brood. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, does this allow me to do a um, flurry of blows? I think you only took a five-foot step, so yes. Okay, uh, so I'm going to do the flurry of blows. Ooh, natural 20. There you go. Hey. Oh. to confirm. Get him. Uh, do I add in the bonuses or just the roll on the die? Add in the bonuses, too. Uh, so with the bonuses, it is 30. That is a confirmed critical. Yes! <laughs> Let's see what your crit card is. 
Finally, something good. Let's hope. <laughs> All right. Uh, your critical is surprise opening, double damage, and one free attack against the target with a minus five penalty. So you get another attack on him. Uh, you just take a minus five to that attack. But you do double damage for this attack. Oh, hells yes. Okay. So we'll go with the double damage on this one. So that is... Um, Cabal's... Uh, Prayer gives me plus one to the damage as well. That's correct. So that is 14, and if we double that, 28. Okay. Well, go ahead and roll the die twice for it. Okay. It would only be um, 11. So 14 and 11. Okay. He's still alive. Uh, My second attack, or uh, second flurry, that's going to be a 19. That's a miss. My third attack, 16. Also a miss. And that is going to be a uh, 11, so another miss. So I'm down to the la- to my extra attack with the, with the minus five. Yes. Uh, and what bonus would I do? The first bon- uh, first one or? Yeah, your first one. It would be your full, your full bonus. Okay. In that case, that is a 25. That's a hit. Yeah. For 12 more points of bludgeoning magical damage. Okay. He is still standing, but he's not looking good. Somebody smack him. All right. Cabal. Okay. So Cabal, seeing that his arrows aren't doing anything to this guy, he's going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Okay. Dagger floating around. Yeah. So does he get to attack this turn or no? Yes. Perfect. Yeah, so I'll direct it to to attack him. So roll for the damage. Seven points of force damage. Seven points of force damage. All right. He is still alive. At least I did some damage, though. You did. All right. That brings us to Chaubert, who is unconscious and dying. So I need you to make a stabilization roll. All right. Do I get any bonuses? I mean, I get the one from Cabal, right? Or no? I mean, it does. On on prayer, it just says saves. So I don't know if that helps you, encompasses (laughs) the death roll or not. Right? Okay. So you're making a... Constitution check. So you will roll the d20 plus your constitution bonus. Okay. And your DC is 10 plus however many points negative you are. Oh shit. So 10 plus. So it's a guy. So the DC is a 14. Yes. And I am a plus one to my constitution. So I get a plus one on my roll. Yep. But the prayer doesn't doesn't help, right? No, because it's not a save. Well, it does say skill check. Is it a skill check? It does say skill check, too. It's an ability check. Oh. I tried. All right, all right. So I need a 13. What does a tie do? Tie meets the DC. Okay. So I, need a, I need a 13. No, I need 12. <gasps> I, I'm going I'm to take a picture. No, I'm not touching anything. <laughs> it is a 12. So it... I'm going to send this to your chat. <laughs> this is high. Beat it the first time, guys. So you got a 12 plus 1 would be 13, and the DC is 14, right? Oh, well then. Ignore this message then. <laughs> You're right. And prayer doesn't help him, right? Not on this, unfortunately. Right. Uh, so you are still alive. You just lose one hit point. Huh. So now you're at negative Hold 5. On. So yeah, next round, if it gets to you, the DC is down. 15 instead of 14. So the more you bleed out, the the, the harder the DC gets. Alright. You're just unconscious Ooh, and slowly dying. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> right. <laughs> Alright. 
And that will bring us to the Triceratops lady. She's going to challenge this person. She is going to say to him, only one of us is getting out of here alive today, okay? It's either me or you. I don't think it's going to be you. I will line up a charge for next round by moving uh, right in front of you. And magic missile again. What the heck? It always hits. All right. Ooh, that's... Uh... Uh, that's another 12 points of magical force damage. All right. And you kill Arden Vrude. <gasps> what? I didn't even get to run him over. <laughs> well, you kind of ran him <laughs> over. You already did. <laughs> Go trample his body. <laughs> we'll let you, yeah. Just have your fun. Yeah. <laughs> As this last set of magic missiles hits him, Arden Vrude lets out this, like, guttural yell. It's... Like you hear the sound of thunder all around you. And that that owl is still sitting in that windowsill behind Cabal. And Cabal turns to look at the owl. And all of a sudden, Cabal's eyes just go white for a second. Oh my god. So are you saying we didn't just beat Pathfinder? Because I thought that's what we just did. (laughs) (laughs) And then suddenly, he sees these hands in front of him, writing furiously with a quill. But they're not his hands. And the writing says, My master, I shall stay in Feldgrau and build an army of corpses for our risen lord. The sentence fades out of view, and after another brief flash, the the hands place a letter in an envelope and close it with a wax seal. Then there's another flash, and the scene changes once again. Now you see Whispering Way cultists moving quickly around Feldgrau, exhuming bodies and raising an army of corpses. Then another flash, and you see those same hands again, placing three strange items into a chest. The first is an iron and glass vial containing a swirling gray mist. The second is pieces of a bloody heart inside a glass bottle. And then the last is a fragile skull composed of hundreds of bone fragments. Then into a second chest, he places this strange statuette of murky green stone depicting a grotesque tentacled creature. Then another flash. The chests are then given to two separate riders in dark cloaks on pale horses. You hear a voice say, Ride to Thrushmore. Our agent will exchange the effigy for the relic we need. Then the visions fade. Your view goes back to normal, and the owl flies away. Wow. So I tell my friends... I think we need to go to Threshmore. There's an exchange going down. We have to stop. I think you're just telling Diego right now. Oh, that's true, because you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just tell Diego. Diego is going to say, uh, first, I think we need to revive Jobert, if at all possible. And he's going to run over to Jobert and see if there's anything that he can do. Is there a medicine check of any kind that he could do to stabilize him? I believe you can make a heal check to try to stabilize. Okay, I have a plus three in heal, so that should at least do something. Let's just give it a shot. Sorry, not going to happen. That was a bore. So Cabal just looks at him and just shakes his head. And he walks over <laughs> to Jobert and with a 21 hill check. <laughs> Diego feels in- in- inadequate. I'm coming, Dwarfy. <laughs> you can stabilize him with that heel check. Sweet. But he's still negative, yeah. what, five? So he's still unconscious, yep. but he's not dying. Yay. This, this woman is going to roll her eyes and get and get off of this Triceratops and come around to where Jobert is uh, and start searching his pockets. 
I'm looking for a, uh, some sort of potion. So I'm trying to find a healing potion. I do have two of them left on me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she she finds both of them, pops one open, and pours it down your throat, all while just mumbling in a foreign language. <laughs> all right. So roll that one d eight plus one. Ah, dang. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna. Uh, it's, Three. <laughs> uh, and I actually rolled an eight this time. So I got <laughs> negative one. <laughs> All right. Uh, so he's not awake. Uh, she's going to toss the bottle and give him the other one. That was worse. Uh, three. <laughs> All right. Well, I got well, two hit points yeah. now. I mean, he's he's conscious now. <laughs> Who are you? My name is, my name is Genovena Nastasia Ursula de Cascabel. You can call me Jenny. But what are you doing here? That was to all of you? <laughs> all of you, what are you doing here? Well, I don't understand. What does it look like we're doing here? We're trying to... Dying? It looks like you're dying. <laughs> Normally I'm a little more fleet of foot, I'd say, but this was... We're here to, to track down the Whispering Way and... You heard about the Whispering Tyrant? We do not know him. But that's why I'm here. I heard rumblings and I'm tracking him down. We fought a army of skeletons made our way here and then we were attacked by Aaron Vrood. Uh, do you guys have dibs or can I see what he's got? Go ahead. I'll take care of Carrie slash Renly. Diego will shrink back down to his normal size and go to Carrie. Okay. Uh, so Carrie was also large size, so I'm assuming by now she will shrink back to her normal size. Uh, mirror image will run out, and she will change back into Rinley. So, okay. So, what do I find on this magical man? Okay. So, roll your perception, see how well you find stuff. First, first and foremost, I am going to detect magic. He's definitely got some magical stuff on him. Uh, and then that is a knowledge spellcraft. So that's down here. Uh, 20. Okay. Okay, so I'll just read the list of things that he has. A list? Mm-hmm. So he has a lesser silent metamagic rod he has a wand of animate dead with 10 charges you said it's a wand of animate yes a wand has 10 charges he has a plus one quarterstaff he has an amulet of natural armor plus one he's got a cloak of resistance plus two a ring of protection plus one and a spell book. Spell book will not help me. But some of this other stuff would. Also, that quarterstaff mm-hmm. would be great for Diego. Yes, it would. I can use that. Quarterstaff is a monk weapon. Um, the animate dead, my character wouldn't want that ever. Same. Same for Cabal. So, do we sell it or just leave it? Mm, sounds like something we could sell. Well, we sure no. doesn't feel a particular way about it, but 
Cabal, I don't know if he would be not even wanting that to fall into somebody else's hands. Yeah, no. Uh, right my char- yeah, my character wouldn't want to either. I'd snap it. Oh, okay. Um, the Cloak of Resistance plus two. So what does that do? That would gives you a plus two to your saves. So my saves are notoriously bad. I'm going to blame your dice, though. <laughs> well, I, I don't Maybe have this good, cloak can balance uh, them. Yeah. Well, my fortitude and my ref- my will are, are pretty bad, both of those. Okay. Do you have a... I thought you had a cloak already. Just a regular one. Ah, okay. So there you go. Cloak of resistance plus two. Yeah, the spell, the spell book is something that, uh, if it's necromancy, my character would destroy. Yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of necromancy necromancy spells I mean you could learn circle of death and eye bite and cloud kill uh, you also have the amulet of natural armor and the ring of protection the amulet would be interesting what does it do gives you a plus one to your AC I can always use that okay because you can't wear any armor no take it Taking it is. And then a ring of protection. Uh, is it a plus one or two? Plus one. one. I already have one, so we can store that and then sell it. So yeah, I have a ring of protection already, too. I don't. I'll take it. There you go. Okay. I say, uh, yeah, I have one other one. I have no ring of protection. Now the whole party is wearing protection. Sweet. <laughs> can't just go raw dog in these fights <laughs> totally gotta be protected man totally practicing safe hex <laughs> uh okay so question on amulets how many can i carry at one time you can only wear one or amulet wear at a time mm. yeah so i have an amulet of mighty fists i'm wearing mm. and that was an amulet of natural armor natural armor so I can't use that with the mighty fists so I will have to store that for selling see what we can do well somebody else needs a boost in their AC or someone who needs a boost in their AC yes I mean I can I can take it I wouldn't mind it and it was an amulet of protection amulet of natural armor what if I have natural armor I'm not sure if it would stack then. Well, my computer will tell me. It looks like it does stack. Okay, yeah. So the amulet does because this provides an enhancement bonus to the existing natural armor bonus. So if you already have natural armor, this would give you a plus one to that. Even if it's a zero, it would still enhance it to one. And then I I did take this uh, silent metamagic rod. Okay. And and just to be clear, this is uh, this is replaces the meta magic feat silent right silent spell. So I can say a spell without talking. Yeah. Uh, so if you're using the meta magic rod, uh, you can cast three spells per day without using verbal components. And it doesn't. It says this does not change the spell slot of the altered spell. So I don't have to spend one higher. I can just do it. Right. I Like I could use silent and and if I had still 
Yeah, then you can just um, think the spell, basically. Use Still use one spell slot higher because of the still spell, right? Because of the feat. Which, yes. Yeah. Cool. 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 Cool, cool, cool. Cool. So now what? Well, Chaubert's pretty broken up about... <laughs> Carrie slash Rinley, yeah. Um, do we know what Carrie slash Rinley would have wanted to, us to do with their with their remains? Yeah, send it back home. Let's put it in a box and ship it home. Mm-hmm. Okay. So or you yeah, can, or yeah, yeah. You or you could you know bury him and his effects and just give them the location. That seems kind of rude. I mean, right. what are you, you what are you going to do? Are you going to take it yourself? Carry, are we going to carry a dead body around? Think about it. Who knows how like, long it'll be? Is there a, a like a FedEx type situation that we can <laughs> go to? Yes, it's called DeadX. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you could use UPS, Undead Parcel Services. There you go. <laughs> what you do is you animate the body, tell him to walk home, and then when they get there... That's such a good idea. <laughs> die. <laughs> I'm done. I mean, we have to animate corpse, just like... It's like pen a, pen, <laughs> pen a note to his chest. <laughs> I died saving the world. Bury me now, please. Thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, so let's... We could, we could see if we can pay somebody to to, to do it. You could potentially try to track down Roderick and have him take care of it. Oh, that's right. Roderick could he do it. He is nearby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's what we're going to do. Um, yeah. So did the bat die too? Yes. So we can't use the bat to, to find him. Uh, look for the uh, clashing of swords and dead bodies. Mm-hmm. Follow <laughs> the, the trail of dead werewolves. Yeah, so let's do that. Uh, so as you make your way out, uh, you do notice that there seems to have been like some level of calm across the town of Feldgrau. You don't see the the werewolves everywhere. You don't see the whispering way everywhere. There's there's bodies lying everywhere. There's skeletons that are no longer moving and up one of the alleyways you don't see Roderick but you do see Victor ah you've survived unfortunately not all of us it's the unfortunately the same for for us as well thankfully Roderick and I were able to survive but we lost some of the prince's wolves along the way has the has the threat been stopped? Delayed. The Whispering Way is still out there. Yes, we fear that there is more going on than just this. I'm going to lean over to Jobert and in the quietest voice I can say, You know he's a werewolf, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just play it cool. We'll, we'll, we'll fill you in a little later. This... This isn't quite what it looks like. 
okay, but like, they're not super friendly. <laughs> I I understand your concern, and had this been a few weeks ago, I would probably be fighting you right now. But if it makes you feel any better, I'm trying to find a cure for my lycanthropy, so I'm no longer cursed with this curse. Do you think you and Roderick can take Renly back home? Yes, I I know we were planning to head back to Lepishtad. From there, he speaks of a friend in Almas whom would also be willing to help, I'm sure. Did you happen to know where he's from? Yeah, pop quiz, guys. Where's he from? <laughs> uh... <laughs> no clue. <laughs> we well, figured Roderick would know. <laughs> I highly doubt Roderick would remember if he ever asked. He did, like ten times, and I always gave him the same answer. What was your uh, answer? Pop quiz, DM. <laughs> Where's he from? I don't remember. I don't pay attention to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure I've got your backstory somewhere that I could look it up, but... No, whenever somebody asked Renly or um, uh, Thurskill where they're from, they would say all over, because their tribe is nom- uh, nomadic. Uh, that's right. I was going to say, I need a note. <laughs> yeah. So is that like Renly's last joke on us? Is like <laughs> <laughs> We don't know There's... what to do with him. <laughs> there is nowhere to take him. You could probably go to Lepestad and put him, you know, put him to rest there. And again, I, I, I don't see what's wrong with, like, putting him in a little tomb and then just writing a note somewhere and say, hey, lost. One Asimar. <laughs> Kept saying he was a prince. Magic hammer. Said he was a prince. I don't see it. But whatever. <laughs> come come claim him. Wait, Lepestad or uh, Ustalov? Ustalov. Raven Ustalov's the whole country. Lepishtad is where the university, university is, is, and the Raven Grove is where Harrowstone is. You could give him to Horus. It's got to go back to Lepishtad or uh, Schlosh Karamark. Give him to uh, Richard's character, his name that just slipped my mind. Give him to Renly. No, nope, that's me. <laughs> give him to Roderick. <laughs> Roderick, Roderick. The other R name. Yes. Give him to Roderick. He'll know what to do. But yes, we will. We will take Renly and make sure that the proper burial takes place. Roderick has mentioned a few times a priest friend and Ravengrow. Perhaps he can be called to perform the rites. Yeah, this would be the second brother he's performed rites on. Mm-hmm. Wow. Family discount. <laughs> uh, no, it's just a group discount now. It's, it's a Groupon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> two for one special. Bring out your dead. Two for one special. So, now that you've got that taken care of, what's the plan now? Uh, what was the name of the place that uh, Cabal picked up? Threshmore? Threshmore. Threshmore. Yep. We must go to Threshmore. Yeah. And I tell, I tell everyone about what I saw and why we need to go there. Listen, if you're going to the Threshmore, do you mind if I tag along? You're welcome to join us. Well, it's okay. Let's do it. 
What does tri what do triceratops eat? <laughs> Grass. <laughs> and leaves and bark. Sometimes cats. <laughs> the cat was relieved for a few minutes there. Just not so much at the end there. Cat tails. Cat tails from you know, like lakes. Ah, I see, I see. <laughs> Have you ever seen people eat those things? Take a bite of them? Oh yeah. No. <laughs> people funny. actually do that? Yeah, no. They do. Oh like, my god. Like the corn it's... dogs. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I've seen them put mustard on them and take a bite, and when you bite it, it's just this fluff, because it's seeds, basically, like, for the yeah. wind. So it's like biting a dandelion with extra seeds. Ugh. Lovely. No, thank you. <laughs> but Triceratops love them. <laughs> it's like candy. And besides, oh yeah, you know what, you know what, I feel very rude. I didn't introduce you guys to my Triceratops. His name is... I was just uh, about to ask. Yeah, no. This is... This is uh, Pablo Picoso. <laughs> I like it. Ah, pica, pica, pica. Yeah, he'll pica your face. <laughs> if he sneezes, I'm going to resist temptation going Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the messenger chat, I just sent the map of Ustalov. So you can see where Thrushmore is. You are currently in the spot that says the furrows. Okay, I see the furrows. Now look south all the way to Avalon Bay. Avalon yeah, I see Thrushmore. Bay, and there's Thrushmore. So you're almost to Caliphas. Let's go straight south through Hyannis. Yeah, so going around to Redleaf looks like it might be the best way, but without knowing too much about the cities along the way, it's hard to say. Yeah, no, I think we should go down through Carrion Hill, Hyannis... Rosenport and then Thrushmore. So we'll have to cross mountains, looks like. Yes, I've always wanted to be a mountain lion. <laughs> how, how good is your Triceratops at uh, climbing mountains? We'll find out, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any wands of reduced person? Uh, I will look in Renly's stuff and see if there's anything there. You're trying to make him a small size Triceratops? Well, that'd be easier to carry him, wouldn't it? <laughs> Tiny Triceratops. He's already small. He's takes a five by five. He's very square. He's a nerd. He's a square ceratops. He's a tiny top. <laughs> tiny tops. More like a triceratops bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we need to go to Threshmore. I had a vision. There were two chests. One with part of a heart. Some gray matter mist. Uh, a skull in it and the other one had like a tentacle monster and they set forth to Threshmore I think we need to stop it I, I agree this sounds most troubling do you know how long, how much longer we have to, to get there I have no idea you've heard Renly talk about that um, that effigy that octopus monster Cthulhu thing so you know that it, it's crossed his path before, and that was something that he was tracking as well. Uh, you know what I remember now? I do remember <laughs> that Renly said something about such a thing. Does it have a name, or do we call it the Cthulhu thing? It does have a name. And Renly knew it. <laughs> yep, he sure did. Ah, uh, yes, Renly called it the... Give me a... Just a basic wisdom check. We'll see what y'all remember about it. 16. 
Let's see. I got a 17. Seven. <laughs> uh, Diego's distracted by Jenny. Yes. <laughs> okay. okay, so uh, Jenny did hear them talking about it. What would she have to roll to see if she knew what it was? Um, as they were talking about it, that would be a knowledge arcana. We'll say knowledge arcana. Oh, that's a natural 20. Uh, let oh. me get you the rest of it. 27. So Cabal and Chaubert, while talking it out, would realize that this was called the Sea Sage Effigy. Sea Sage. And then hearing that, that would be enough to trigger some memories from Jenny about the the Sea Sage effigy. She heard stories that it used to be at the University of Lepishthad, but was stolen recently. And nobody really knows and understands what the effigy does or is for. But it's a very high-valued item. And then as Jenny mentions that, Cabal and Chaubert and even Diego to a little bit of an extent remember Renly mentioning the beast of Lepishtad that they helped uh, defend was accused of stealing that effigy. They figured out that a small homunculus must have been involved in stealing it. (laughs) Dun-dun-dun! You also, with the wisdom checks that you made, start to kind of remember the poem that y'all found in Arnvrud's tent in Feldgrau Tower and start to piece together that these items that Cabal saw in his vision are the pieces needed to construct the carrion crown. Well, that's not good. We're, we must stop him from creating this crown. So we must go to Threshmore. All right. So is that the plan? You all set off for Threshmore? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Jenny tagging along? Yes. Jenny and Pablo are coming along. So I got Jenny and the Jets. Jenny and the Jets. It's the tops. Jenny and the tops? No. All right. So you guys all start your path toward Thrushmore. I have sent you all a map that shows uh, Ustalov. You can see where you are now. You are currently in the furrows, and then you will be heading south to Thrushmore. A couple of different routes you can take, but as you do set off, that same owl that Cabal keeps seeing flies by And you all feel empowered for a moment. As you all level up. Oh! Hey! Yes, sir. It's about time. And we'll see you next time. Oh! (laughs) Back to normal. Stronger. (laughs)